to Story Mode, a video game podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Munner, and I am joined by the acclaimed Joel McDonald and the defamed Simon Evans. Defamed? Defamed? Wow. I'm trying to work out what rhymed. I was put on the spot. It was like a rap battle <laughs> against myself, against the clock. <laughs> I don't know. Un- undefame yourself. You haven't been here for a few weeks, Simon. Yeah. We- no doubt spread rumours about you. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, look, in my defence, um, one episode I just straight up had nothing to contribute and then the other episode I was really sick. I had an ear infection and... Ear infection? Oh, do you talk through your ear? Fucking weak. No, okay. but, but, if I, but if I have to listen to your bullshit, I need to okay. both my that ears. Big, that, big, that big hook has come on the stage, pulled you off, okay, and Joel stands alone under the spotlight. Joel, how you doing? Um, good, thank you. Uh, <laughs> please don't fight. Um, yeah, no, I'm great. I'm great. I like how you two are a little bit nervous about the energy that I'm bringing tonight. <laughs> it is. Oh, boy. It's rough. It's, it's tumultuous. If you I'm here for it. That's the way I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so what's new with you guys? Um, I've oh, <laughs> I'm cracking into oh, something. What are you, what are you it, drinking? Rip it, baby. My, my last, my last strong zero Tuesday from the fridge. Night. Get it on the bevies <laughs> with the boys. Absolutely. No better way to do a story mode pod than with, a, drunk. Than with a beer in your hand. Oh, uh, uh, yes. So I don't know if we, we talk about what we're drinking inside the podcast uh, far too often, but you know what? <laughs> it happens. It does. I ran out of... There are some alcohols that don't mix and some mixes that don't mix. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was stuck in that situation. Um, we're actually kind of divide by zero. And I mixed um, mango and blood orange uh, Schweppes mineral water with tequila. I also put a little dash of orange liqueur in there. Ooh, and I'll tell okay. you what, it's nothing. Oh. This is nothing. Oh. Like, like, it's not bad. It's not good. It's oh, just, that's a shame. Like, on paper, it sounds much more interesting. I don't think on paper it sounds... It's water mixed with cactus juice. Yeah, okay. It's yeah, the quenchiest. Oh, no, it's getting worse the more I drink it. I mean, I'll finish it. But I'm drinking a also, lovely... That's a separate issue. Bilson's Portillo. Portillo. I keep calling Bilson's. it Portillo. Oh, but, um, buddy. yeah. No. Bilson's, a friend of the show, okay? <laughs> every time Bilson's releases a new flavor, which is, happens to be every, like, 72 hours. Yeah. I get so excited. No. They just release a tropical punch. By Christmas, they're going to have, like... Uh, roast chicken flavor, and you know okay. I'll probably drink yeah. it. It'll be good. It probably will be good. Yeah, I'm Should down do for a, it. <clears throat> uh, class trip to uh, Beechworth to go to Bilson's. Done. Let's go. Let's do it. Apparently, they're seven hour drive. Apparently, they're just ginger a, in too. Just a thing for you, Jesse, since you seem to struggle to make drinkable um, beverages most of the time. I can make drinkable beverages. I'm quite. I'm, I'm offended by this. Okay, you've defamed me now. Yeah, exactly. I can make the shoes on the other foot now. But the right ingredient. Okay? Um, have you? There's a website that can. You can put a fucking chef on an island. He's still just going to make you a coconut. Yeah, but okay. it would taste damn good. No, it would just be a coconut. It doesn't matter. It would be good fucking coconut. It'd be fresh, organic. Like, come on. We're on an island. So I'm, I'm eating. So now, I always, oh, sorry, just to cut you off there for a second. I've always told Keelan that if I was in a sort of plane crash with him, I would eat him first, even if we didn't have to. Because <laughs> I think his bones would make a really good cutlery. 
<laughs> you know, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And I could also make him into a little, a little piano. He, he likes music, so I think you'll want that. He's his room um, cage like a xylophone. Yeah. Classic. Cartoons, you know. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. They seem pretty legit. Yeah. So um, there's a website called makemeacocktail.com and basically you put in the ingredients that you have at home and ask it to come up with some drinks for you. All right. Do you have that open? Yeah, I actually do. I actually do. This is going to be absolutely riveting. <laughs> I had tequila. All right. Let me get All right, let me, uh, tequila. Sorry, folks at home. He needs a bit of time to write the word tequila. I do. Uh, and I also had... Um, Blood orange and uh, mango mineral water. Is that is that literally all the stuff you have in your house? Yes, that's what I've been saying. Okay, <laughs> I cooked a coconut because all I had was coconuts. <laughs> okay, next week I'll make a cocktail. Okay, Are you happy? Yeah, you feel better. Okay, I will. But speaking of a cocktail, I guess. This week has been a mixture of all sorts of gaming news. Oh, that kind of saved the metaphor. Um, guys, this has legit been the biggest week of news this year. Maybe for the last few years. This is Dwarf D3. Mm. It's been ridiculous. And some news was out of the blue, the GTA leak. Some was part of, you know, the, the delayed state of play. And some Sony just want to draw, um, drop in a in a in a state of play, uh, and then we had oh, we had reactions to things, we had early previews to things. There's been a lot of news, but we're trying to distill the week into three major topics. Everything else, we'll catch up on next week. Okay, we apologize because we know that you come here for every single piece of news. <laughs> And then if you don't get it here, you'll never hear about it. There's no other gaming news to to absorb. And I, you know, respect. Come back respect for, for the number one farming sim podcast next week. <laughs> so many I saw a lot farmings. of people like bagging out, and we'll get we'll get to the Nintendo stuff a bit more soon. But being like, oh, it's just all farming simulators. I don't know why they sound like John Howard. <laughs> oh, it's all farming simulators. Oh. No, but um. Farming simulators are fucking sick, so shut the fuck up. Like, what I, are you doing? I've got no problem with it. It's just like, yeah. okay. No, not you. Not you as in Joel, but like you as in the, the listener? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We love you. Like, if you're complaining about if farming us, simulators, go sure out and touch grass. Us. It's kind of ironic, oh, but. Uh-huh. Yep. Wow. <laughs> God damn it, Simon. I was coming in with a good plug. Nah. <laughs> you, you, you've shoved me out of the way. I have. With one of your... Your grass references. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well known one of your for. little One of your little memes. Vintage if you like those memes, there are 133 other episodes full of meme-worthy material. Over on Spotify and iTunes, so go give us a follow and some love. You can just follow us on social media at Storymode AUS, but let's get on with this shit. Starting with GTA 6 has been leaked and Rockstar is pissed. Hmm. So a user over on GTA forums released almost 100 clips from the uh, just recently announced game. Still, the game's still years away. These clips show, um, will confirm a lot of rumors regarding the protagonist and the location. Also revealed a bunch of stuff. This hacker saying that he's got the source code. He he wants money, basically. Um, sorry, he or she, they want money. Um, Rockstar have come out and said, yes, this is legit. Um, when it was first all, when it first all came out, I think a lot of people's reaction was like, yeah, 
sure, sure, guys. Yeah, it looked like. But a- then I watched him like, oh, this is very detailed. And the amount of stuff that, yeah, was there. Yeah, was, and then yeah. we had stuff getting pulled down, and then Rockstar officially today on on the twentieth of September came out and made a statement saying, "Yeah, we're pissed." Um, it's a real shame that this came out this way. Before we even get into what we saw. I don't think any of, us, any of us have bothered watching all 90 clips. We've just seen sort of distilled versions of it all. Yeah, God. Video game leaks. Is this the biggest video game leak of all time? I would say in terms of, like, a game that's still in active development, absolutely. Because we've had, doing, like, we've had big leaks before. Like, we had the Giga leak, as it's referred to, from, like, Nintendo's old archives and stuff and like source code for a whole bunch of games and stuff was leaked from that. And that was big because that affected a huge amount of games, but it was all quite old stuff. Whereas this is, I think the only one of its kind of this scope, this scale source code included of a Mm. game that's still in active development. And that's kind of unbelievable in a sense. Sucks. Yeah. Like we only just got the source code for like Ocarina of Time leaked to us two years ago, and that's a game that's 20-something-odd years old now. Um, I'm not sure if I if, if I, this was correct or not, but I thought I read somewhere as well that it wasn't just GTA, the, the source code for GTA 6, it was GTA 5 source code as well. I think so. I think so. I saw somewhere. I think, yeah. So, like, yeah, not only this unreleased game, uh, the ga- like the best-selling video game of all time as exactly. well. The sequel to the best, one of the best-selling, or if not the best selling piece of media of all time. Yeah, the most profitable yeah. media most of all time. In the world right now. Um, arguably from the biggest publisher in the world right now. And also a publisher that is notoriously hard to get things by. Mm. Rockstar are a vault. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading stories on, on Twitter from a bunch of you know people in the know who have had, uh, you know, uh, preview like Red Dead. And they had to sign these NDAs. They had to promise that their TV didn't face a window. They had to lock up their console when they weren't playing it. All these crazy things. Rockstar likes the kind of pomp and circumstance to their reveals. Remember um, the Red Dead reveal when yeah. they showed all the characters? Mm. It was just like that red screen and everyone was losing their mind. It was just, yeah, the red screen and I think the Rockstar logo. And it was just like everyone knew because that's all they needed yeah. to do. That was like, yeah. yeah, you know what this is. And, yeah, it was – I was one of them. I was – beside myself like <laughs> so excited i hadn't even played red dead and i was swept up in the hype yeah so yeah me much. too it was exciting like the zeitgeist it was just that yeah and such a shame we're not gonna see it with this well mm. i think we i feel like we might still but i yeah. think the, the shine will be sort of taken off I mean, a little I imagine, bit so i was going to go through a few things that were leaked the one of the big things is confirming that we're back in vice city Imagine that first reveal. Imagine how they could have done that. Real cryptically. Mm-hmm. But like that like neon infused Miami flavor. Mm. It could have been, it, I think they had a really big plan for it. But yeah. Look, it is what it is, I guess. It's, I, know, I, yeah. I, I think, yeah, like obviously it is a shame. It's like a huge blow to, especially the people that have been working on. GTA 6, like, this is such a blow to them and, like, the motivation and morale. This isn't a small team. No, this no, it's not. This is a huge... Hundreds of people's work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is it is genuinely a shame, and, I'm, and I feel bad for, for them 
Um, especially because now we find ourselves in a weird conversation because for the past couple of years, basically, we've had people going, GTA 6, show us GTA 6, show us GTA 6. We want to see GTA 6. And now, hey, look, it's leaked. And they're all like, it looks kind of rubbish then, doesn't it? Well, yes, of course the it fucking does, you dickheads. Like, yeah. what else would you expect? Yeah. Like, it, it's, this is not new footage. And this is a thing. Um, this, is, this, is a, this is running on a PS4, mm. what I've heard, um, and, and some of it from PC. This, this is early stuff to work out how things are going to work in the world, how everything is going to interact with each other. With each other, There's no level of polish on it. These are the basics. And like so the three people reacting to this online being like, oh, it doesn't look good enough. <laughs> and this is the thing, especially with a game like, like a grand, like a GTA game. Like it's it, it, every person and their dog plays GTA, like has yeah, played yeah, GTA like, in, in some of the, this is like as mainstream as mainstream gaming can get. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but the thing is people like who follow stuff in the industry like we do and 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 are, are passionate and interested in that sort of thing we understand that we're like oh this is a work in progress that joe blow that buys you know their xbox just to play you know fifa i'm being very reductive here but like just to play fifa and madden every year and occasionally you're, you're a call of duty gamer, really. exactly like to them they're yeah. just like oh really that's sort of, oh that looks awful i'm not going to play that game and, and it's yeah and it's not helped by the people there's another sect of people who do know what they're talking about, but are also willing to say, oh, this looks bad because they yeah. want to cause discourse. <laughs> Yay. In, love them. Love that yeah. for everyone. In, in a sense, they're being reductionist as well when just like there's no tact, there's no nuance, there's no understanding True. or appreciation for what's actually happened and the scope of what's happened. Oh, um, no, they, they know exactly what they're doing. I know, but that's that's my point. Like they, They're not approaching it with any of that required like appreciation for the the scale of everything which side note um the i believe the current understanding of the hackers uh, i'm saying hackers plural is that it is the same group of people that were responsible for the huge attack on uber uber mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm. so like look if you're gonna hack things can you hack things like that aren't good or like delete everyone's student loans hacked Get rid- yeah, do stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. Something my fun. bank account, give me money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Directly. I, I think that, like, it's a shame because uh, I I love a good juicy rumour or, mm. like, when, when there's even, like, a leak but it's just, like, text. It's just, like, someone yeah. saying, I've seen this and this is what this is going to be and you're like... To an extent, and I'm like, oh, that's all oh, that's tender. Like, because you're still, but you're playing it out over in your head what it could is, be. Rumour is fun. Yeah. Fact is final. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's annoying because when you have a rumor, the three of us can look at a rumor and all have different takes on it. And I love Whereas those footage, We all look at it and we all kind of have the same opinion of it because it is what it is. It's, it's final what you're seeing. Again, final in the sense of that's what we're getting, not this is the final product. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, like it's in, in a sense, because going into, like, the Nintendo Direct, there was all of the rumours about, like, the Zelda HD collection and, like, the Metroid Prime 1 HD coming out. Like, th- there was a huge amount of hype surrounding the Direct because there were all of these rumours. And yeah. that was fun. 
that was enjoyable. I absolutely got caught up in it and I absolutely got let down. But yeah, retrospectively, I enjoyed that. Like it's 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 a bit of fun. I'm not I'm not sat here going like, oh man, fuck these guys for you know giving me the wrong idea or the wrong impression or anything like that. Like whatever. It was they had what they believed to be true, and they were like, hey, this is what we believe to be true. And the internet did the internet thing, and it was fun. It was fun to get caught up in that. And mm-hmm. you know, if it had, if someone had just leaked it and just got actually no, this is exactly what's going to happen, then I'd be like, oh well, this is kind of a shame even if it was something i was looking forward to even if there was the metroid remaster or the like the zelda hd collection or whatever even if that stuff was in there and cool well that's kind of been spoiled for me now and i'm now the direct doesn't have as much fun to it, it yeah but and there's a big difference i think between like ruining the fun of something that's let's face it an inevitability mm. the remasters coming out. it will happen it doesn't matter when yeah and a game that is in development people are working hard in it it hasn't had a chance to put its own kind of footprints in the sand. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But look, we've said that a lot of people have gone through all this um, footage and has just reacted to it really kind of without the knowledge of what it is and stuff like that. So let's do that as well. <laughs> um, I've got a few details that we have been able to glean from the uh, all the footage that was leaked and a free screenshot and yada, yada, yada. First up. Female protagonists. Um, this is a rumor that was going around for a while. Uh, female, first female protagonist in a Rockstar game. Um, a Latina woman named Lucia, who looks very similar to one of my friends, which is very, very cool. Uh, what do you think? Female protagonist. I, awesome. Like, yeah. I, I think because the, the the original rumor was that it was like a, the narrative is going to be like a Bonnie and Clyde style story mm. with a... Well, it looks like her Clyde is um, named Jason. Jason. Ooh. Um, yeah, we see both names in the developer menu that shows up during the gameplay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we do see footage of them both robbing a, like a cafe or something like that, like a diner. And, yeah, I thought it was a, uh, a burger s- shot. Yeah, and we see a lot of really interesting new mechanics in there in regards to taking hostages, robbing places. Mm. I know in, like, GTA Five, you could rob stores, like, service station yeah. it was garbage like you aim a gun at them and sometimes they'll give you money sometimes it won't and sometimes if they wouldn't you'd, very fun. You'd, you'd like pistol whip him a little bit and yeah yeah we'll shoot the sweets out from behind him yeah, yeah yeah for a game about committing crime it was surprisingly basic because yeah. standard crimes i guess yeah because uh, gta 5 i guess was more focused on the heists and that sort of stuff you know the bigger crimes yeah what I can tell mainly from that scene is I think Rox has learned a lot from Red Dead 2. And I, I I have a lot of thoughts on that game. I think it maybe it's a little bit too, too much. Um, but what they did was a lot of context-specific actions. Um, and it looks like they've really carried that over into, into what they're doing with, with the robberies. Depending on where you were, who you're talking to, and the positioning of other characters, you could do different things. Um, you know, you could flat out just shoot a guy in the head or you could pistol whip him yada 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 take him as a hostage use him as a human shield i like that i that degree of um agency it gives you so that looks really really promising i um, i think the, the the thing that stood out to me when i first because this is the main piece that I, I watched um and a couple of my friends actually had the same thought and i was like i was thinking the exact same thing um is because of the whole I, I'd heard about the whole Bonnie and Clyde style narrative that they were going for with this, with their, their protagonists. Um, it had a real like opening scene 
of Pulp Fiction vibe. Ooh, yeah. 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 Loving the diner with like a couple and like, yeah, like with, um, yeah, it was a Patricia Arquette and and, um, Tim Roth. And and yeah, I, because I've, I mean, I'm a basic bitch. I love Pulp Fiction. Um, Hell yeah. Can I tell you my Pulp Fiction story real quickly? Mm. That movie was cursed for me for a while. (laughs) I tried it the first three times I tried to watch it, it stopped working at the same spot. Different mediums with different people. It always stopped in the same spot. Weird. When they load the body into the car. Oh. Like, like literally, there was a, I watched it with a friend who was a bit of a kind of a videophile and had it on like the, the old VHS tape or something like that. I watching that. Um, stream cut out once. And then it was like one time it was on, like it was like a, it was like a, you know, a pirated DVD. And it stopped working at that point. Oh. I've watched it since. Yeah. But yeah, movie was cast. Mm. Weird. Interesting. Thanks, Quentin. But uh, but I, I I that was my first thought, and I was like, if that's you know, I'm like, surely because they are very much all about, especially with the GTA games, like ingraining pop culture within their their titles and their games and things like that. I I feel like that was intentional, and I feel like if this was like a a proper trailer and showing that off, everyone would be like, oh my gosh, it's like Pop Fiction. How cool is that? Mm. Um. I think an interesting thing they could do with this love story is, is make the game a love story because you can do a lot of, a lot of the conflict will be lower scale. So GTA 5, I think one of the big problems GTA 5 did, its story is quite entertaining up until a point where it just becomes a little bit to the top, this whole study of what it is to be, you know, a, a, a man is thrown out the window to be like, oh, the FBI is involved and all this stuff. stuff. Like, it, it becomes too much. It becomes a commentary on a bunch of other things and doesn't nail any of it, I don't think. Yeah. I'm hoping this is small scale. We don't get this whole FBI army bullshit. Mm. It's a small scale, sto- scale story about two lovers caught in crime. And the conflict at the end doesn't have to involve the world. It involves them. Yes. Them. But you play halfway through the game and that's something happens and you... They become your rival. Depending on like choices and things that you've made. That could be fun. And you chase each other across the Vice City. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be insane. That would be cool. I'm down for that. Okay. okay, I'm going to call this now. I want this game to finish with both characters dying. Okay. Really epic, big finish, but kind of sweet. And then when the game restarts, you can build your own character. I'd like that. I'd be down for that. Yep. Tell us and, a story and then give me a playground. Yep. And then, yeah, and then, like, that character that you build is what you take into GTA Online, Online. 2 yep. or whatever they call exactly. that. Yeah. And there you go. And then it's one of my better ideas. That actually, Yeah, genuinely, that's yeah, a really that's fucking a, good idea. I'm down I mean, for that. And, I mean, I mean, spoilers for some of their <laughs> other games, they're not – Rockstar now aren't, up, like, above killing off their protagonists. Mm. And it's, I, I think that actually could be a very possibility for the, the way this story goes. I, I'm imagining like, I'm like play a fucking six hour epilogue. Great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's a masterpiece. Game's a masterpiece. God, it's fine. God of War was better, but I still think it's a masterpiece. It was a very close second for me. Game of year that year. Um, but I, I, I like in my mind when you were saying about like them both dying, I was like imagining like a Thelma and Louise style like that's car chase and then off a cliff and that's like that's it. Like, so 
one of the reasons I'm interested, so interested in this is, look, I've, I've mentioned this a few times. I listen to a lot of crime podcasts and I, I'm very interested in crime stories. And there are so many um, uh, Bonnie and Clyde style crime, you know, criminals. And the one thing that they rely on, absolute monstrous people. Monsters. Mm. Not defending them in any way. However, pretty cool at times, okay? They do some cool shit. Speeding cars around, stuff like that. But the one thing they keep them together is like this love that they have for each other and they genuinely think it's them against the world. And I find that that story fascinating. I'd like to see this explored here. And I think that sort of cuts a lot of, that can help them cut through a lot of the bullshit they, they've had in past GTA games. They've come out and said they don't want to be punching down a marginalized group. They want to kind of elevate the humor a little bit. Give, give us a more mature story. We'll, yeah. And I think video game stories have matured dramatically yes, in the last five, absolutely. six years. And I mean, Rockstar, um, Rockstar compared has. to when GTA Five came out. And with Red Dead, they they did a really mature story. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually one of the better parts of that game. It let you feel genuine connection to characters. They weren't just these are the toys you're playing with in a playground. These mm. are actual people living out stories, and your your actions have consequences, and such. But look, let's move on to a few of the other points. Vice City's back. We all kind of knew that. Malibu Club's returning. We get a new area called Port Gellhorn. Um, guns can now be switched between hands, which I already like. So one of the big things for me that needed to be updated in this game was the combat because it's it's serviceable. Yeah. GK combat is, is completely serviceable. Uh, again, Rockstar do a trillion things in this game so you can't expect everything to be an a plus plus no no combat's always been a little bit lacking but swapping um guns between hands you can now go prone uh which i'm hoping introduces a lot of stealth um you can move around bodies hitman style which if uh i think don't think this part hasn't been confirmed but there could be security cameras in the game oh and again that's scratching that hitman itch for me i also have a look at some of the um weapons there's multiple sniper rifles in a game which oh my god i'm so excited for that i love a good sniper rifle in a gta game um tracker jammers the six star wanted level has gone down to five and it looks like the five 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 stars you'll have drones tracking you um so i think the tracker jammer will help with that also police will remember your number plate and they'll track that that's awesome (laughs) like imagine it gets to the point where security cameras are scanning for your number plate and use the tracker jammer to cut off like it's like a money like a little emp kind of thing turn off all the electronics in your area they can't spot you. yes exactly. i like that pretty sick uh, you, you um, were saying about also you were saying a about weapon s- that come out second oh you were saying about sniper rifles and those are sniper rifles bring back the uh sniper rifle in a case from gta chinatown wars oh you have to put it all together yeah Mwah. love oh that oh my shit. god yes love that that shit. was good Scale down the weapons. I don't need a thousand different handguns and a thousand different machine guns. Machine guns are the most boring weapon in this game. It's, Let me use everything else. Yeah. I Get find, yeah, I find with GTA, like, I, I have a favorite type of each weapon, and that is the only thing I'll use. So I only end up using about maybe six weapons. Yeah. So when GTA 5 kept releasing the same fucking guns. Yeah. Just, and it became, it be, they, they went full goddamn Borderlands. I don't, I'm sorry, I know a lot of people in this. I don't, Joel, I know you like Borderlands, but one of the things that annoyed me is like, eh, the billion guns in it. Oh, what's different about them? Nothing. I like that in Borderlands. It was so minor. Yeah, I, I like it in Borderlands. I enjoy Not that in GTA. Borderlands. 
because it's fun. But like when, when there were, let, me, let me clarify that. Gameplay loop. When you have that many guns, yeah, you have very, very diverse guns. If you compare them, if you kind of boil it down to you know, a few hundred, you have very, very diverse guns. But because when they said there's a million or whatever guns in here, it would literally be like a 0.1 change to a stat and they could sit in that a different gun. That's what GTA felt like. It's like, mm. oh, there's a new pistol. Cool. We've been waiting for weeks for this. What does it do? Oh, it's, it's a percent more range. It's not a new gun to me. But anyway, I digress. This game's going to have a speed gun in it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Bring, bring me, give, me, give me a flamethrower again. GTA 5 didn't have a flamethrower. It didn't make any sense to me. And yeah. Give me some more melee weapons. Give me the melee weapons. Yeah. I, um, there's going to be a messaging app in the game called What's Up instead of WhatsApp. Very clever. <laughs> Classic. Stuff. Um, you pick up guns from the ground. They don't just hover in space. Aww. Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. Um, That's fine by me. And the source code leak mentions equip jetpack, which I think I, I said read that I just saw CJ flying yeah. San Andreas. And one that's got me really excited is Mount Horse. Ooh. Now, if this happens, we're going to have to get our good friend uh, Lauren Gibbs on to do a, a horse a review. Horse oh, review. Yes. We haven't had one for a while. But look, if they can just copy over some of the. the uh, I mean, they. The, the dick shrinking uh, horse uh, physics. Uh, they. From Red Dead. They were very proud of those horse physics. And to be honest, they oh, are. Uh, a little bit. Pretty good physics. So. <laughs> pretty good. But I uh, like. Riding a horse in a cop chase down the streets of Miami with a machine gun, or like mounted police. Yes, please. Like, oh, I just I don't have to shoot the horses. Yeah, that's the downside. Yeah. I hate shooting animals in games so much. Yeah, uh, I always I always hate it in um like certain stealth games when there's like an attack dog that comes after you and you. Like, why can't you throw like a sausage? Yeah, like a link of sausages at it yeah. and it goes nuts. Yeah, and then you can pet it, tell it it's a good boy, and carry on with your day. Well, I'm sure we'll have more news as it comes to pass regarding GTA 6. It's a while away. A while. Um, It's a few years away. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if Rockstar finds these hackers and what they do to them and uh, if we ever hear from them again. Uh, When do you feel like this? we we get a a proper reveal for this, like the proper Rockstar Hmm. reveal? When do you estimate? I think this... This could this leak could go one of two ways. It pushes the game back or it brings the game forward. Well, yeah. they've so, currently stated, currently, obviously this is subject to change because it's Rockstar and you know what? Let, let them have they do what they want. Let, let them have this one. All right. Not a bad week. Yeah. Like, I think they're entitled to this one. Uh they said it's not changing any of their plans. They're still sticking to their schedule, they're still sticking to what they have in mind. So I hope that goes so far as like announcement and like reveal trailers and stuff and the timings for those. I hope that sticks to the current plan, whatever that might be. We don't know, but that's what I'm hoping. I wonder. They have to say that. Well, I was gonna say, I wonder if, I wonder how hard Keely is trying to get in their ears right now. (laughs) That's exactly what I was gonna say. I think this at the Game Awards as the final thing. It could be 20 seconds. Yep. And it's going to be footage we have just seen in Source Code, Source Code <laughs> Leak, but it will be what it looks like now. Yeah. Mm. And it will be like, don't ever say we don't make a good looking game again. But, Shut up. And, and like, I would like that. And in, like, to some degree, it makes sense. But also, I'm like, 
Rockstar do their own thing. We could wake up tomorrow and there's a trail. There's a, a countdown yeah. clock on their website. Like it's, this is what they do. Like we said before about the Red Dead Two stuff. Like it's, this is what they do. They go. I'm, I'm they go. Fascinated to hear how far along in development this game. Is. Yeah. Mm. Like, is it one of those cases where, obviously, the team working on it would be devastated by this, but also being like, you guys can crap all over that footage. That's fine. Yeah. We are leagues ahead of where you think we are that's I, I would love that that'd be kind of cool um yeah i really hope they're all rockstar's also being like hey let's um let's put a a new mission in the game we hunt down hackers it'd be like <laughs> oh, the life invader surely mission. <laughs> make surely. it like the semi like semi-final mission just as a real like yeah fuck this guy kind of moment i think that'd be fun i like that now let's move on to some more news at the Sony State of Play, we got what I think is one of the greatest trailers I've ever seen. God of War Ragnarok has a new three-minute story trailer, and I ran the gamut of emotions watching this. Okay, I'm going to admit something here. I'm a massive God of War fan. It's on on its on on its day. It is my favorite game ever made. That game like changed me as a person. I was nervous about Ragnarok. None of the trailers have really grabbed me, I'll be honest. I, I don't know what it was. I felt like everything we've been seeing was, felt like an extension of 2018's God of War. Mm. Whereas God of War 2018 felt like an evolution of the mm-hmm. It was something brand new. I haven't seen this before. This trailer, however, has added, see we sound dumb. It added some rings of power. Lord of the Rings rings of power. <laughs> now, when I describe that show to people who who are maybe used to like a Game of Thrones, I say what Lord of the Rings has is like poetry. There is like an artistic beauty to everything. There's also the optimism to it. This is a surprisingly optimistic trailer. Kratos is a different person. Atreus is a different person. Where it used to feel like Kratos was the bad guy destroying a good uh, a flawed but good world it's flipped now mm. he is a flawed but good person now yeah god same same with the trace and they're trying to carve their own path and it's it's everything else that is coming up against them the gods are mocking them in this trailer saying you know you've never been worshipped you don't know what it's like they, they, they just want power i they're the shot in the trailer <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to rant about this for a second. You know when you, you hear like old legends and, and mythos and, and all that type of stuff, like ancient Greek myths and Egyptian and Nordic in this case, and there are some things you read that don't make sense. You can't picture it. Mm. One of the parts about Ragnarok is about a wolf chasing the sun across the sky. Now, if you read that, you can try and envision it. Maybe I just have a lack of imagination, but I can't <laughs> picture how that works like... This isn't the right term I'm looking for, but like mechanically, how does that work? Yeah. Physically, how does that work? How, how does I, I get that it, 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 it is there's a rhyme to it and everything like that? But in this trailer, they show Atreus shooting down the sun and a wolf carving through the sky. And my I can feel my heart in my throat when that happened. It is legitimately one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in a game and i know when that happens when i play it i'm going to ball my f- 
fucking eyes out. And I've never done that in a game. I've done that for sadness, but for actual like jaw dropping, like, <laughs> oh my God, this is this is actually a beautiful thing to witness. I've never done that before, but I came very close watching the trailer. Oh, Guys, I'm, I'm fucking excited for Ragnarok now. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty- I'm Real pumped. I'm pretty, pretty pumped for this game. And yeah, I, I, I mean, this trailer- I, I could have easily not watched this trailer, but I was like, nah, I'll just get just get one more little taste. And I think from now on out, I I don't think I'll watch any more. I say that, I probably absolutely will watch more. But <laughs> um but I think that was that was enough now where I'm like, oh, okay, like seeing all the different the various different like biomes and, and environments the that they're going to, like so it looks like we see the other realms. There's a bunch of realms that are locked off. And when we see them, one of them is like a real lush jungle with Borderland like fantasy knights in it. Yep. Not quite what I expected. And some sort of like jungle crocodile. Yep. And some sort of big monster hunter-esque blob monster thing. I'm here and for he it. he just cut it to pieces. Yep. Yep. <laughs> one of the, the locations I'm really excited about is, so I think what this location is, is in God of War 1. You go to like a hell-esque realm where you fight a bunch of your kind of clones to an extent and you save your family. It's a really cool scene. Um, but it looks like it's in the middle of space. I think we go back there or, or maybe the Nordic version of it and we fight the Valkyries we killed. Because there is some sort of like yeah. space battle thing yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. And you're fighting things that I'm going to assume are Valkyries. It's got some real like uh, platinum bayonetta energy to it, and I'm so here for that. Like just, oh yeah, floating rocks like spinning through space. Yeah, while people are still fighting on them. Simon, what did, what do you think of the trailer? I think now, as someone who has admittedly only put in maybe about half an hour of time into Dad of War, um, which I admit is. Like it's a shortcoming, all right. It's a it's a flaw with me as an individual. I I acknowledge and admit this. Um, this trailer, artistically, from a director standpoint, like just everything about Musically it as well. Like all of the composition, just everything about it is on point. The voice acting, Joel and I were chatting about this like pre-show. It's just unbelievable yeah how good these guys sound now obviously the voice actor for atreus considering his age is a fucking phenomenal voice actor oh yeah like this dude is gifted not taking into account things they've done is they've let him grow up yes yeah absolutely he's a teenager now and he's shitty yeah and i I don't like him already, but that's kind of what you meant to feel like he's meant to annoy you a little bit. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. little bit. and like to, to be able to go toe to toe with someone like Christopher judge and just be like, oh my. who is just, you Good hear God. that voice and it's just like, Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. It's in- can we just talk about a line in this, in this oh trailer? My God. Death can have me when it earns me. Fucking chill. Fucking so I good. think that it, that is one of the greatest lines I've heard in media. Oh. It is, and his voice has hit like a new level. Like, yeah, how did it get lower and more gravelly? If it was any more gravelly, it would become bouldery. Like, almost. Yeah, 
It has moments. Like a physicality just to his voice. It's so good. It has moments of God, ASMR. I'm a, I'm a simp for this fucking game. To it. Like, it has ASMR vibes to it. Of just, Almost, yeah. <laughs> you would listen to that with, like, binaural, binaural audio on your headphones. Like, that you send shivers down your spine. It's great. He's so the, phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, just going back to the to the voice actor for Atreus, like, taking his age out of the equation, he is a damn good voice actor regardless of his age Mm -hmm. like he's awesome but again taking into account how young he is like this dude is phenomenal i think he's going to be a talent to really keep an eye out for going forward as well especially as he matures as his voice changes calls him man (laughs) man good job man (laughs) like what cheers bro (laughs) (laughs) actually speaking of bra there's a moment so you see a lot, a lot of tear in this trailer, and we actually get to hear him speak a bit more. Mm. I love how restrained the performance of Tia and Odin are. They are very well spoken, and it makes sense. I think it could have been really easy. Same with Thor when we yeah. see him talk in the end of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense. They are they are intelligent beings. They are po- polite. They are well spoken. They're educated. It could have been really easy to make them real gruff and boring. All the characters in this game are smart. They're intelligent. They can talk on different levels. And I think it, it, um, it plays into the, what you were saying too about them just being interested in power and, and like, they're bored with, like, they, anyone who is below them, they're just like, whatever. Like, it's... you are, beyond the politics of Exactly. Yeah. You're insignificant yeah. to me. I don't need to put on uh, an intimidating voice. Like, you know who I am. I am... That's one of the fascinating things, I think, about 2018's God of War. And, and from the looks of it, this one. So in the original God of War games, you kill the gods, yeah. systematically brutalize them, and you see the world around you crumble. You see people. Like, there are normal people. Uh, and, you know, you kill Poseidon and suddenly they're all washed away. You kill, you know, Gaia dies and all the trees and plants start to die. And after a while, you kill enough gods and the world ends. Um, in this game... In, in sort of the, the, the remakes, the like remakes, the soft reboot, I guess. Yeah. You don't see normal people. They are that far beyond things. And it's almost one of the things of like, are they all dead? Did Kratos actually end the world? And this, this is just the gods are now bored. They have nothing else to do. Because it looks like also in this trailer, it hints, I think Atreus will find out the scope of what Kratos has done in the past. We see some mm. carvings that he says that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is really interesting. The character I'm most fascinated there's two characters that I am absolutely fascinated by. One's Odin. Continuing the uh the the Odinson tradition of just knocking on Kratos' door and talking to him. <laughs> um you don't see him. He's just soft spoken. He's somebody who is very much in control of that situation. Again, a lot of this comes down to the Incredible, incredible voice acting on display in this trailer. Um, but the other one's Freya. I think Freya was a really yes. interesting character in 2018. And there's a moment where she sees the um, mistletoe arrow that killed Boulder. And the, the look in her mm-hmm. eyes, so well animated. You feel just this, there is this sadness mixed with rage, mixed with just raw power. Because when you leave her at like in 2018, it's just like... Oh, that's gonna be He's mad. That's gonna be. I wish we resolved that. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. That's some. There's some. Uh, there's some energy there. I don't want a part of right now. But it's. I feel like it's gonna come back and bite me on the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of energy, let's end on 
they're the big fight at the end. Mm. We knew the Thor Kratos fight would happen. What I didn't expect was how Mjolnir works. Mjolnir is just a Leviathan axe. Yep. Yeah. You throw it, it comes back to you. Fuck yes. <laughs> this is going to be a very. I'm hoping the trailer really did actually show it. I'm going to play its cards, showing you how that fight will be. So, in the end of 2018, spoilers ahead, when you fight Boulder, it's you and Atreus and a few other things going on. There's a lot going on. Mm. It's a group fight. I need Thor versus Kratos to be Thor versus Kratos. Yeah, just a 1v1. Else. I, I, I don't even want music. I want it quiet. I just want to hear the snowfall. I I need that to just feel I, like, oh. I wonder oh. if that's actually the final time that they actually fight. I well, feel like that might mm. be one of many run-ins with... They look like they're mad at each other. Mm. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I just feel like I feel like it's gonna Yeah, it'll go one of two ways where it'll have like little build ups to have that one big fight or it'll just be save it all for the end. But I would like if the yeah, we had some right. I guess they did that with Boulder, so um And look, it worked. It did. It was still They made the little weedy dude from Lost. An incredible character. Still <laughs> hype, man. That I, I just played through the start of that game again the other day, and that first fight with Boulder is just mm. in fucking sane. And yeah. I'm just about to finish Left Behind, and as soon as I do, I'm playing God of War again. I'm gonna smash through it before um, I'm doing. Come out on the 9th of November. I have two games in my list. Well, three games actually that I need to replay. Um, one of them being Octopath Traveler in preparation for that sequel, but we'll talk about that another day. Um, God of War 2018. I just I need I need to play it. I just need to just sit down and dedicate the time. I'm tempted to buy it on PC for I've got on PC the best experience I think I could have. However, at the same time, I'm like mm, I could just make use of the PS5. That I've got. like I already own it. Like I've I've already got it on PS4. I yes. just make use of the PS5. Uh, just- play it on both. PC and PS5. I prefer it on PS5. It is a game that, to me, you need to be on a couch. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I would agree. You can't be sitting upright and worrying about other things and having distractions. It is a game you... I I like to play a lot of Sony's big narrative-driven games just on the couch. Mm. You you Last of Us, you Spider-Mans. I need to absorb them. This Mm. is one of those games. God, I sound like such a pretentious wanker. We do a little bit, but this isn't new by any measure. (laughs) Well, Uh, let's move on to a game where Simon could put on his pretentious wanker hat. (laughs) It is uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Wait, no. No. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It finally got announced. Well, we've known coming. Spoilers. Spoilers. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, yeah, the name's a spoiler. As part of Nintendo's farming direct that they had. uh, They actually moved. They moved this because a certain royalty (laughs) cocked it. Now, I don't think that's the actual reason, did they, but did they? Well, you say that, yeah. Although it I wasn't shown it was, in the UK, it wasn't shown in the UK live because think of the name of the biggest game that came out of it. Yeah, but also Tears of the Kingdom. Right, I'm going to put it this way, and this is something I've been wanting to talk about a little bit. Um, Simon has the inside scoop on the royal family. <laughs> Look, as the resident Englishman here. I need to I need to confess something to you guys, all right? This is going to shatter illusions. This is going to, like, I can imagine any of our American listeners, like, their entire world are going to cave in with this. 
No one in England, no one in the UK actually gives a shit about the royalty, okay? I have met more Australians who are more passionate about the Queen than ever in the UK. Like, I shit you not. I've met maybe Only people about- in the UK are like your Piers Morgans and stuff like that. Yeah, who feel like, like Piers Morgan ob- and David Beckham. To. There you go. That's it. Those are the only two people in England. Weird. David Beckham's a massive royalist. Like, big. But it's it's like, the fun, funny thing about me. Piers Morgan, and look, we're not going to talk about this very long. The funny thing, uh, the thing I find about Piers Morgan being like, oh, you know, we have to do this. No, no football, no, no sport, yada, yada, which is bullshit. But um, I think there's a term for what he's trying to do. I think it's called um, virtue signal- signaling. Oh, hmm. But I thought he did that. Well, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> look, fuck the queen. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so this is the, the third Hot game take. that I need to replay is Breath of the Wild. I'll actually be doing that on stream here at twitch.tv forward slash story mode AUS. We'll be kicking that off Hell. on Friday. Uh, I'll, be oh, going, well done. Uh, I'll be going through the master mode um, version of the Fast game. Master mode, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so in traditional Zelda fashion, uh, we got a less than two minute trailer, and so naturally, uh, Zelda the the Zelda fandom has exploded, and there's about fifteen different theories about what every single frame could potentially mean, and I wish I was kidding. <laughs> But like, I am okay, not. I believe that. I believe I'm, it. I'm definitely not the Zelda expert here. Not even close. Breath of the Wild was the first Zelda game I played. I see your daughter. Now, I've watched a few videos breaking down things. And it's made me wish that I was a Zelda Super fan. <laughs> this is a, when I first watched the trailer, I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like, I'm excited for it. Like, it's Breath of the Wild with more verticality. Sick. But to break it, breaking it down s- screen by screen... That is one of the densest trailers I've seen. It is, like, uh, funnily enough. Well done, Nintendo. That was a really... That that was a trailer for a game they know doesn't need a trailer. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Because... I liked it. It doesn't matter what happens. Like, the world could literally end and this game comes out and it will break records. Um, Overall, we've got the main thing... That was your worst fucking metaphor. I know. (laughs) That was literally the worst one you've ever done. The world ends and it still sells. Well, how, Simon? How? The Queen's dead and you've lost your fucking mind. <laughs> You're in mourning. I'm not. Okay? I'm, I'm actually in celebration personally. Queendom, okay. He's I'm wait, in celebration. He's, no, he's waiting till Thursday. That's the day of yeah. mourning. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've got to, got to save it yeah. um, and enjoy a five day weekend. <laughs> so. Five days, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah work were like. Or did another royal die? No, work were like. Have the Friday off as well. There's no point in coming in. So, thanks. Um, oh, we get that because of sports. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah that's true. Oh, hells, yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, the main thing that we got from this is the release date itself being May the 12th, 2023. And I'll be with you. Close enough. The big question is, is this going to be delayed again? My money's on no, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Because I, it feels right. This it feel, feels about, right. Yeah, there's something about this. this is like, game. okay, yep. No, that's yeah. that seems like a solid. It's been long enough time. That's a long enough time to go. Still, I feel like that's a, you know, a pretty solid now, lock. The trailer itself is just it's just jam packed with like bits and pieces that if you were in for the initial hype of Breath of the Wild, uh, there's 
quite a lot of familiarity with this, um, like the murals and the, the pictures and stuff. And then, you know, a little bit of cryptic this, that, and the other. And then it leads to, oh, God, there's sunlight. Jesus, shit in Christ. I haven't been outside in forever. Um, which will also be Not me by the again. yeah well, that will be me by the time I finish playing the game. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I like how Link just wakes up in bad circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Like he wakes up once, he's in a cave. He's like, all oh, right, great. Oh, there's a monster on this plateau. Fantastic. It's like fantasy. That I hope I it's like the Hangover. I hope next time I don't wake up style. any higher. <laughs> yeah, he, he wakes up in like some room and he's just like he, he opens shit. the window. He's just like three kilometers in, in, into space. He's like, ah, ah, oh, for fuck's fuck. sake. <laughs> All right, Zelda. that's the last time I'm having a nap. I swear. Zelda, <laughs> help! A, a space Zelda game. Yeah, right. I'm listening. I'm, I'm in. I'm in that. Zelda, get me off this crazy thing. <laughs> I need somebody to recreate the Jetsons intro now. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, and then the trailer carries on. Link does a skydive, quite reminiscent of the Skyward Sword. Um, but with no like transitional loading screen, which looks yeah. really fun. So I'll be, I'm, I'm curious as to how seamless this will be between the surface and the sky, given how well Breath of the Wild handled the open world aspect of it. I reckon it will be pretty much seamless. Um, but yeah, there's, there's just a lot of like little bits and pieces to just dissect and just go through and look at. And I'm so fucking excited for this game. Like, I, I cannot wait. Like, I'm so keen. Breath of the Wild. Gone, sorry. Okay. Uh, Joel, what, what are some of the things that caught your eye on this? Um, I mean, like, like, uh, as I said, like, it had been rumored for a while that there's going to be a lot more verticality and, and, and flying through the sky. And it was interesting you, you mentioned that sort of Skyward Sword comparison because that was where my mind went as well. But yeah. also, uh, like, cool, like, Star Fox-looking glider thing that you can, like, yeah, surf just, around on. It's it just sort of meets awesome. them halfway. Like, what? Yeah. So it, it's interesting because it looks like you don't summon it. It's just kind of flying around. Mm. And it seems to be going to points of interest because you see that there's a glowing point. It's sort of hovering. Right. So yeah. These things can be flying around and you can use these as stepping stones. Where it's like almost like a fast travel sort of mechanic. We jump in them cool. and they'll take you to certain things. It would be cool, but based on its positioning within that trailer, you I imagine these things are quite significant. Yeah. Maybe it's part of like... like imagine, the, imagine the Spider-Man trailer ended with you getting on the train. Like, you wouldn't just show off a fast me- travel mechanic. Like Maybe it's well, a part of, like, a, a temple, because, like, the rumour is yeah. as well that, like, that temples are making a comeback more so than mm. divine beasts or whatever. So My guess is, so at the start of the trailer, we see a bunch of hieroglyphics. We see some sort of being, and there's seven tears around them. Simon, you, you're going to be impressed. I actually looked into this trailer. Yeah, you did. I've become a Zelda fan, okay? <laughs> seven tears around. I'm going to be guessing there's going to be seven temples that you go through. Um to collect these tears, these those tears uh, look like there's something from Skyward Sword. I think it is. There's something similar to them. Yeah. So there's tears of light in both Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. So, yeah. One of the things in this trailer that got my eye is it looks like there's a no new ability. So you use a, a, a rock like an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, really know what's going on there. I think this is the same ability that we saw in the previous trailer, not the very first one, but the previous one where uh, Link sort of like freezes time and makes a boulder roll back 
backwards up a hill and like oh, kills yeah. some enemies. I think it's oh, yeah. that oh, so same. It's, so it's fallen and you. I think it's the same, and you can use it as either a lift to get yourself up and down nice and quickly, or that's part of a bigger puzzle. You just know there's going to be a part where one of those big islands is crumbling, and you climb it by reversing time to climb the stones that are falling. Or <laughs> you go to reverse it because you think, oh, yeah, this is how I'm going to fix it, and then it just disappears, and you're like, well, shit. <laughs> Oh, and now you're fucked. I like this. Well, it's also so. I would assume that these powers come from the Sheikah Slate, like they do in Breath of the Wild, but it doesn't look like you actually have the Sheikah Slate in this. Mm. So you have these little vials. There's more to that as well, which is the eagle-eyed of you. Um, also, if you paid attention to the previous trailer, might notice that Link's arm isn't quite. It's bad. It's gone wrong. Yeah, something something looks a bit off about mm. his about his arm. Um, so it could be go going all the way back to the very first trailer. There's a magical glowing hand arm thing that reaches out and grabs Link right at the right towards the end of the trailer. Um, it could be possible that that then fuses with him and grants him power and. It enhances the Sheikah Slate abilities and also takes them on board. And hey, look, you don't need the Sheikah Slate anymore unless That's you want like to take photos. It's like bracelet from Forspoken. Kind of. Let's bloody go. Well, it, I, I just also, hope it doesn't talk. I was going to say, it's sentient and you can talk to it as well. I was going to tell you how it's, it's yeah. I can see them doing that. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> now, what's some... Um, actually, before we get to that question, Something I like about the, the, the motifs used in this trailer is this dragon or Boris. I was going to mention imagery, that. Like, which is seeded in Breath of the Wild. A lot of the ruins you find have these dragons. And okay, This is a complaint I, I've mentioned a few times regarding Breath of the Wild. One of my very few complaints about that game. Because I, for one, adore the weapon breaking system. But let's look into that. I think it's cool. It's I didn't feel like there were good. enough types of... There wasn't enough variety with enemies. I felt like I was fighting the same. Lizard... He was mad, and then some sort of goblin boy. He's 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 got grief, and I'm dealing with them. And then the moon comes out, and they're back. All right, cool. But you used to go around and you find ruins, and there was ruins and carvings of dragons. Yes. Now I don't want typical. I mean, yes, there was like elemental dragons you could fight, or not even fight. You just killed them, and you felt bad. Um, you just shot arrows at them. That's all. But then, yeah. Look, if you shoot enough arrows, you can you can pretend that you've killed them. Okay, you can feel like you've killed them. You've harmed them. I felt bad. In uh, the Tears of the, Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of Wild 2 or whatever, we see a lot more of these dragon carvings, plus the actual logo is is it like a dragon or a Boris. Yeah. So I'm hoping, is this a, a, a race that used to live in Hyrule and have taken to the clouds? Is this... Is this like an old race that has come back? Are they good? Are they bad? Well, Are they hatching? Could we see the mountain? No, Simon, I'm going to tear here and I've never done this for Zelda and it feels good, baby. Do it, do it, do it, do it. No, 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 keep going. What's the big fucking mountain that the rock boy lives on? He's a oh, shit. Death Mountain. Like Death, yeah. Death Mountain. You see these um, red tentacle things coming out of there. The same ones we see coming out of Hyrule Castle as it takes up into the air in the last trailer. Is that these dragon people that are trying to come up from below the surface? Because how cool would it be if... The game takes takes place a lot in the air, and the threat is underground. Well, there's there is a uh, like Nintendo of Europe put out a, like a concept art picture, and that looks 
very much like the case. There's like it's it's Link standing on the edge of like one of the floating platforms and looking down, uh, and in the background you can see more of the floating sky world, and then down below it looks like Hyrule Castle being engulfed by vines. Would it be okay? This is my big. This is what I want from the game. If it's not this, I'm going to be nothing but disappointed. Okay? <laughs> the threat comes from underground. Yeah, the islands being lifted up are people escaping. So they, they're actually using whatever abilities to lift themselves up to, to safety. Yeah. And then, you know, we see the tentacles that are lifting up Hyrule Castle. They're not lifting it. They're dragging it down. Buddy. <clears throat> Play yeah. Wind Waker. No. Why? I'm doing that. It's fucking crazy. I'm not playing the game. Wait, when, what are you talking Wind about? Waker's fucking Play fam- God of War. I will, I will win. I'll finish it <laughs> so, one day. Did that happen, in, did that happen in, Wind, in Wind Waker? Um. So there's like, I mean... Not not quite to obviously your specifications. Not as good as not as good as my idea. Yeah, um, but there Just is, <laughs> but there is uh, an implementation of people escaping a massive evil. Um, yeah, I played enough. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, wouldn't be bad. So um, it it would there would be some precedence to it. So that could be quite fun. Uh, in regards to dragons, dragons are a recurring thing throughout the Zelda franchise, just in general. A couple of Dragons worth mentioning would be Valu from Wind Waker. He's cool. I like him. Big red dragon with little wings. He's pretty fun. Um, and then also in Skyward Sword, you also had the three main dragons themselves. You had Laneru, you had um, Faron, and you had, um, oh my God, what was the other one? Um, Elden. Elden. So. Yep. Yeah, and then there's, there's uh, Gobbledygook, and he's from. Um... <laughs> Look, like my, my other Zelda fans are like, and, yeah, uh, yeah, this, this guy knows what's up. He knows. He knows. Um, so you cut that one. Dragons are a relatively common occurrence in the Zelda franchise overall. Um, so also, even going back to Breath of the Wild itself, there were plenty of locations which had carvings of dragons. There was dragon statues. There was also owl statues and boar statues. And they were often used to represent... Um, like they're meant to represent like wisdom, courage, and power, which mm. are obviously the three main yep. forces of the Triforce. Yep. So, you know, there's, and it's interesting because like of, the dragon is meant to be courage, which is Link. Like that's Link's part of the Triforce. So, this could be really cool. Maybe he turns into a dragon. That'll be fucking fun. I oh, get like a dragon um, arm. Yeah, like, well, like no, but we've seen style. we've seen that in like one of the trailers where he has the shield which has a dragon head on it which breathes fire. How oh fucking God. cool is that? Mega Man, give him a gun arm. This is a dragon's it's just, head. It's just a fucking gun. Bang. Yeah. Nintendo, yeah. baby, call us. We've got ideas. His special okay. move is gun. Yes, gun. Yeah, I appreciate that one. <laughs> All right, we're going to have a lot more to speak about regarding uh, Breath of the Wild 2. I'm refusing to call it the right name. Uh, Ragnarok, GTA 6. Tears of the Corgi. There's a lot more, a lot of water to go under these bridges and a lot of news that we actually to skip over this week and we'll try and get to it next week. I'm hoping it's a quiet week of news, guys. I'm, I'm wasting away. I'm wasting away. <laughs> Plus, I'm working, we're working on a lot of uh, special changes, ch-ch-ch-ch-changes, as some would say. But if you want to keep up to date with those changes, yes, see, I'm wrapping us up. I didn't even say we're wrapping us up, but we're wrapping us up. But I am. If you want to keep up to date with those changes, you can follow us on social media at 
Sorry Mode AUS. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're also on Twitch. Uh, twitch.tv forward slash story mode AUS. We stream these podcasts live each week. Simon's going to be playing some Breath of the Wild. Um, Chris and I are going to play the AFL Grand Final full length on AFL Evolution 2 with the loser having to do something absolutely heinous. Have you guys seen that that uh, t- video that went around on socials a few, maybe a few months ago? Oh. Of a guy at a baseball game, yes. and he has a straw. He has a sausage, and he has a beer. He uses the straw to he shoves it down the the the, the, uh, the urethra of the sausage, if you will. Okay, takes it out, turning the sausage into a straw, and then uses that sausage straw to drink a beer. The loser has to do it on stream. We'll be doing that on Thursday evening. Uh, Thursday being the twenty second of September. But if you want to keep up to date with it, when that's happening, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Of course, if you like our podcast as well, you can check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Subscribe and leave us a review. While you're there, check out Joel's fantastic podcast, Dialogue Options, which he does with our good friend Kyra Morrison. That's also on Spotify and iTunes. Leave them some love. While you're leaving love with everyone, check out Fan Critical Podcast Network. They keep our spiritual lights on. Um, Go check them out. They're currently reviewing uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, and obviously Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, Hot D, if you will. If you want <laughs> get that Hot D, D reviews. Get to Fan Crit. Um, you can also follow us all individually on Twitter. I'm at Jesse Spanner. Simon, where are you? I'm at Psy421. And Joel, how do we get to the Joel hole? Ah, uh, you can find me at Jolie Mac. After you buy dinner. And you can find us all and buy us all dinner this year at PAX. 2022, Australia, happening in Melbourne. I'm very, very excited. Happening in a few weeks' time. We will all get to catch up for the first time. It'll be the first time a lot of us meet. Um, Simon's coming up from the Nethers. From from the 1980s to join you guys in modern (laughs) year. And uh, so is Felix. So we're all going to be in the same room. It's going to be a good time. We may do some special episodes. Has a special guest. I've got a weird feeling it could be a real big week for us. It could be. Some cool announcements as well. But... Find me at PAX at the Final Fantasy fourteen table. I'll carry you through the <laughs> trial. Handed to him by me because I'm going to beat up all the nerves. <laughs> Give me your lunch money. <laughs> Joel, Simon, thanks for joining me. That was one of our most positive episodes. It was. Because I think we're all really happy about some of the it was good fun. Reveal this week. Dear listeners, I hope you guys had fun with it, and I hope you look forward to some of these games half as much as we do because. Joel, I can't speak for you too much, but Simon and I are buzzing on different wavelengths this week. Yeah. Because games we really want to come out look incredible. They do. Yeah. I've just been enjoying the vibe. It's been great. That's fair. That's fair. Good vibes. Good vibes, Lots baby. Good stuff. And I hope, dear listener, you have the good vibes this week. Stay safe. Play some games. We'll catch you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.